we're back. Better than ever. <laughs> I feel like a contortionist working the uh, laptop, the microphone, mixer. I gotta avoid one to do the other. Uh, I want to thank our sponsor real quick, Hayfla. Hayfla offers a wide range of products and solutions for the woodworking and furniture making industries from hinges and drawer slides to connectors and dowels, sandpaper, wood glue, shop carts, and everything in between. Exclusive product lines such as Lux LED lighting and Slido door hardware ensure that every project you create is built to last. Learn more at Hayfla.com. Yeah. We had a visit from Hayfla yesterday. Uh, Tuesday. Oh, oh man, that wasn't yesterday. No, <laughs> no, it's just the lost week. <laughs> oh my God! Tomorrow's Friday. Oh hell. <sighs> um, trying to remember where we were last week. What we talked about. Apparently, we pissed somebody off. Some guy. Um. Is no longer listening to the podcast. He was doesn't doesn't want to hear about uh, dentist visits or anything like that. Yeah, I I did go to the dentist again last week. I should probably talk about <laughs> it just in case he's still listening. We can get him so that he's not listening anymore. <laughs> Had to get my stitches out. Good riddance, <laughs> douchebag. Just just in case <laughs> he 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 decided to check back in. He just checked out. Yeah. <laughs> Don't leave any more comments on the YouTube videos. How about that? Um, oh, yeah. So last week uh, we talked about the trip out to the Hamptons with the smoke detector and all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, so since then, we we picked up the compressor. We didn't... Yeah. We got the Quincy. Yes, yeah, so we went out on... Um, last Friday. Has it only been a week? I think so. Yeah, because the this, this stuff came, I think the stuff came the same day, right? And then Saturday I came in and, and piped it in. Yes. So Friday morning we shot out to Pennsylvania. Um, this thing ended up popping up on, on uh, Facebook. Well, I guess you had seen it on Craigslist. Yeah, but it came down in price on Facebook. Yeah, it was like just, it was at that point with price where it was like, you know, too high for used. It was above the threshold that we had sort of mentally set. And um, I was on Facebook on Thursday during lunch, checking marketplace and uh, saw, oh, reduced. You know, when somebody reduces the price, it jumps up in the in like the results. So, um, and if you guys didn't notice the effects are back, I fixed up on the freaking on the thing. Um, it, uh, it popped up on there. I, I shot the guy a message. He, he brought it down from 2,500 to 2000, which is a, that's a big, big reduction. Yeah. Um, so I shot him a message. I said, uh, Hey, what was the guy's name? Will. Oh, hey, Will. Um, is it still available? And, you know, waiting on eggshells. Then he finally messages, messages back. Yep, it's still available. I said, would you take 1850 cash? He said, yep. So it was like, breathe a sigh of relief. Finally found something that, you know, looked decent. We didn't get to see a run or anything. So it was, it was definitely still a chance. Um, we yeah. haven't had such good luck with used gear. No, no. Um, the like the oscillating belt standard thing is a nightmare. That's got to go. We should unload that on some unsuspecting Facebook shopper <laughs> that doesn't listen to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, we shot out there, picked it up. It was probably about an hour and forty minute drive. We got there at eight o'clock on Friday. Skip pack. Yeah. Um. We built like almost like a not a crate, but we built a frame around it, like a, from the bed rails and built a box around the, the compressor and then strapped it down to the four corners of the bed. Um, which worked, it worked well. Oh, I, I yeah. mean, I didn't see it move at all. No, it was rock solid in there. 
and then I had a fifth strap to the to the hitch. The guy Will was a real expert, so he he advised us well. Yeah, he'd done a bunch of rigging. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, got it back. Got it. Got it hooked up the same day. Yeah, a little rain on the way back made us nervous. Yeah, yeah, we pulled over, put a a couple garbage bags um, over the the pump and the motor, which ended up flying off. We ended up driving through more rain, which wasn't supposed to be a thing, uh, but thankfully it was all right. Um, But we got it hooked up electrically Friday. Um, And ran like a dream. Yeah, nice and quiet. I mean, it's got, when that thing turns on, it's like a freaking <laughs> ka-chunk. It's like somebody kick-starting a holly. Yeah. Um, or, yeah, or like when they turn over one of those freaking old-timey cars with a hand crank in the front. Yeah, um, I guess there's a lot of compression in there. Yeah. Um, which, come to find out, is actually an, an issue for the edge banner. So just when we thought all our problems were gone. Um, <laughs> we made another one. Yeah, well, it was it Monday? I was running the edge bander. Uh, trying to think. Yeah, Monday. Because Tuesday, Brian was here. Yeah. So Monday, I cut up these uh, nightstands that I've been building which uh, should be done tomorrow. These little white oak nightstands, just white oak edge banded, white oak plywood with a little face frame, um, mitered mitered face frame with a bevel and a little inset um, plywood drawer head, plywood drawers. So I'm edge banding that and the shelves, not the shelves, the um, the drawer faces for the shop cabinet. And... I hadn't even gotten to that stuff yet. I was still doing the oak and feeding stuff in. And then all of a sudden this air comes up, inverter air. I'm like, what the fuck? So usually you can just, uh, you know, you click on the air and hit delete and it goes away. And then you can restart the machine. It'll spit out the parts that are, that are still within the, um, the belt. And you just, you know, turn the machine back on. You you know, whatever. If it's the air, you got to make sure you have air. But this says inverter error. So I'm like, I don't know what the hell this is. So I, it wouldn't let me clear it. Um, so I te- immediately I texted Brian. I said, should I just like turn the machine off and turn it on again? And he walked me through what to do. He said, open the doors, look for any of the little breakers to be thrown. Um, none of those were thrown, but there's these three, I don't know what they are, control, some controller of some sort would, they have like a digital readout and they were tripped. So I reset those and, uh, and I'm back in action. So then I'm edge banding more. I got through all the Oak, I get into the laminate with the thick edge banding happens again. Well, I noticed that it was like at the same, I fed a piece in the same second that the compressor kicked on. Yeah. Cause you, you can hear that thing over the edge bander and the dust collector and everything. Cause it, I mean, it makes a freaking smack. Yeah. Big time. It's like a, it's a big, I mean, ka-chunk is the only way that I can describe it. Um, so I'm like, what the hell? And this time it threw like four codes, like air, <laughs> air, air, uh, air pressure inverter. This I'm like, God damn. And the neighbor's lights went off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the rest of the town lost power. Excuse me. Um, so, you know, same thing. Went in there, cleared it, and have been sort of going back and forth with Brian um, anyway, sort of updating him on the situation. And uh, said, oh, man, 78 degrees outside? Said, um, yeah, you know, it it uh, it happened the same time I was feeding a, or the compressor kicked on at the same time I was feeding a piece in. So, I guess there's, maybe it's when the pre-milling is happening. There's like a lot of draw on the edge bander. And then when the compressor kicks on, you know, it's only a 23 amp three-phase motor, but that inrush amperage is 
is way higher. Come to find out, could be as high as like two or three hundred amps. Yeah, which seems absolutely insane. Um, and you know, I knew that, like, you know, I know that, like, power tools and stuff, like, you know, circular saw say that that says it's, you know, fifteen amps. I know that it'll pull like forty amps on startup, and it's just like a split second, you know. Um, but I never thought that something like this would pull that many amps. Um, so what's happening, I guess, is... Yeah, like 10 times. Yeah, we have 400 amps coming in. And, uh, you know, like the edge, ban edge banners on a 100 amp sub panel. I don't know if the sub panels pay, play a factor, but... Um, when that thing kicks on, it eats up so much of the available amperage that the edge bander is sensing that it doesn't have enough power. So rather than damage anything within the edge bander, the edge bander actually shuts down, um, which is a good thing that it has these features. You know, I'd rather, I'd rather have to deal with a piece that didn't get edge banded and have to either, you know, peel the little bit that did go on there or whatever, even if you have to make a new piece rather than damage a $50,000 edge banner. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it's good that it has that, but it was just, it's been another, just another thing. It's on buck boosters, and we're not sure if that has any bearing on this. Yeah. Maybe. Um, you know, it just makes that path of electricity from the panel to the edge banner longer and more complicated. Yeah, a little circuitous. Um, so, we were looking at VFDs and soft starters. I reached out to Jack English. And um, we were going to get a VFD from him. Originally, we thought about just a soft starter. And then Rob called Quincy. And I don't know, the the guy that he... I was going to say something, but I'm not going to... The guy that he talked to. Um, Their technical support team. Yeah. Um, I guess said something to the effect that a soft start wouldn't... Yeah, that it wouldn't work on a compressor. Right. Even though... I don't know. According to all the research we've done on the internet, people do put soft starts on compressors. It's a pretty common thing. Yeah. Even like when you're looking at shopping for soft starts, one of the things it lists is like reciprocating air compressor. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't know what he was talking about. Maybe he's right. Maybe we're going to get this thing and it's not going to work. But anyway, fine. I was talking to Jack English about getting a VFD and he could get one, but it was going to be two weeks. And I'm like, well, I'm like, let me try and find something. If I, if it doesn't pan out, you know, we'll buy it from you. But, um, so that was like going to be like 700 bucks. And then, you know, it was another one of these things like with the buck boosters where we know what we need, but picking the right one, I, I want somebody to tell me that this is the right one, you yeah. know? Um, so we had, we were having a hard time finding something for this motor specifically because it's a, it's three phase, it's 200 volt, usable at 208. A lot of this stuff is marked as 220 or 230 or 243 phase, which um, maybe would work. I don't know. But, you know. Tina Galco assures us that this, this one will work. Yeah. So finally, yesterday, we're on our way back from uh, measuring something, which we'll, we'll talk about later. But. Um, like when I don't have the recording thing up so I can see that it's actually recording. Um, we were coming back from uh, measuring a job and uh, Rob was able to find a soft starter that looks like it'll work. So we should have that tomorrow. And it's made by Baldor, Baldor's parent company. Yeah. ABB. So that's should be a good thing. Yeah. I know they have like uh, settings, so they have like an input voltage, uh, um, something about like time, like how long it's soft starts or something. So we might have to mess around with it, but we'll see. Yeah, hopefully it comes with some good instructions. Well, yeah, we'll see about that. If not, you can be calling Tina. <laughs> I know. Tina was very nice, at least. She'll hook us up. Yeah. Tina's uh, up in Michigan. And uh, she's got a little cabin up in 
It says not quite in the UP, which is the Upper Peninsula, mm. but it's still very nice at the top of the mitten. Yeah, yeah. And she's uh, she's dying to get up there this weekend because the weather finally broke in in Michigan. She said last week they had snow where she was. Jeez. Yeah, Michigan's supposed to be real nice in the summertime. Yeah. Um, very helpful there, Galco. G A L C O. Yeah, they have some good uh, YouTube videos. Um, I remember I watched one this morning. At, uh, well, yeah, it was from the website, but it's on YouTube. But I was I had watched some when we were looking for buck, buck boosters too, because mm-hmm. they sell those as well. Yeah, motors, that kind of thing. Tina probably would have been helpful selecting buck boosters. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's like anything else. It's you're just lucky to find somebody that's willing and knowledgeable at yeah. the same time. Yep. Yeah, we're finally out of the uh, barter job. That's, Praise the Lord. Yeah, that's a, a relief that drug on for way longer than it than it should have. Um, sure, maybe in time we may have more to say about that, but. <laughs> the wounds are probably still a little bit fresh. Yeah. <laughs> We'd be very snarky right about now. Yeah. Um so yeah, so that was that was uh the Edge Banner saga or the it's as it continues. Um so Tuesday, Brian from RT Machine Co. Right? RT Machine RT Machines, yeah. Something like that. Trying to remember the exact uh name of the thing. Sorry, I'm tying up this wire yeah. uh brian came by because we we uh we had asked him to stop by he was supposed to show a, a potential um purchaser of a sahisa edge banner our edge banner but the guy had to cancel last minute um but yeah we had asked brian to come by to just you know give us another rundown on on all the adjustments and everything on the machine um you know on setup day, we were kind of pressed because we had to, we had to actually edge band like <laughs> all this put stuff. A job like, out. Yeah, it was you know because things um, from Adwood kind of it came up later than we thought it was. It got here later than we thought it was going to get here, and we had material delays, and so we were in a pinch. We had to get this job out. Um, plus, we were having issues with the compressor, so it was like you know we weren't able to retain as much of the information as we would have hoped. Um, so we just asked Brian to stop by, give us a rundown on, on all the adjustments and stuff, which was, it was good. Yeah. Um, rtmachine.com. rtmachine.com. Yeah. Um, it all, it stuck a lot better than, than I thought it might. I thought it might be like, a got to take like super precise notes. Um, yeah. Well, we it, spent about four hours adjusting a couple of things. Yeah. So it's like, you know what wrench you need now yeah, just yeah. to get in there and 13 you know. millimeter. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we learned a lot. We, uh, I told Brian, like we probably learned more on Tuesday than we knew before. Yeah. You know, I it agree. Was like a, a, uh, exponential knowledge growth day. Um, we ran, you know, we ran wood edge banding, we ran PVC, we went through the corner rounding. Yeah, we got that dialed in really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we said it many times, but RT Machines, that that's why we went with, with that particular company and, right. and Brian. Like yeah, he came I mean, out and spent the day with us and took us to lunch and... Mm-hmm. You don't get that kind of service much anymore. Yeah. And, you know, we're pretty special, so don't everybody expect such <laughs> perfect treatment. I mean, it's still going to be great, but maybe not yeah. Maybe not that good. Yeah. So, if you have any machinery needs, Yeah, you know, look, look them up. New machines. They sell used machines, reconditioned, you know, used like in the sense where they just buy it and make sure it works. And they sell reconditioned machines where, you know, they'll go through it. And I mean, these guys are experts. They go through and fix every little thing that's wrong with it and sell mm-hmm. it. Like it's basically a brand new machine. Yeah. Um, and they've got some crazy stuff. I mean, from small, like they sell like, they'll sell new the new Oliver stuff, new Laguna stuff, which is, you know, kind of like 
I don't want to say small time, but small time compared to like a 100 foot long (laughs) finish. Like, I don't even know what the hell. They have some crazy like 100 foot long machines right now that are like, I think they're finishing lines or something. Yeah. Even just the the milling machines that are like 20, 25 feet long. Uh Holy cow. Yeah. uh, Brian was telling us they just delivered a forehead time saver. So it's got a helical head. Planer as the first head and then three sanding heads, like two sanding and a polishing head. I mean, come on. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. 200 some odd thousand dollar machine. Gotta have a big place for that. Yeah. I bet they don't deliver that on a, a box truck. Yeah, if you got a loading dock. <laughs> I think he said it was 15, 15 feet long. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it was a good day, and we, we got a visit from uh, Ed and Rich as well in, in the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, Ed and Rich from Hayfla stopped by. Um, we have Kitchen Job coming up, which is what we were out measuring yesterday uh, down in Brick for Lindsay Marie Price Design Co., I think it's the name of her company. Yeah, I think that's it. So it's a longer name than ours. Yeah. Um, so we've, I mean, we've been working with Lindsay for seven years or something like that. Mm-hmm. The um, other place. Right. Um, you know, I, I had worked with Lindsay before even working at Tom's shop um, when I was working for Gutlieber. Uh, actually, the job I met Lindsay on is a job that we met on. That's right. Um, in Atlantic Highlands. I, I always want to say Zavorjak, but he's a composer. Dokken. Dokken. Um So, yeah, so we've known Lindsay for a long time. She went out on her own um, maybe a year and a half, two years ago, something like that. Um, so we've been trying to get together to do something. We we actually we have some floating shelves in the shop that we built for her um, a while, maybe two months ago, that we, we, uh, we finally just got confirmation of the finish from the client. Um, so we'll finish those up and put them in. But this is like the first real job of substantial size that yeah. we're, we're doing with her as a Green Street and she as her own company. Um, so that'll be good. You know, we're going to do just uh, not like a full, I mean, it's a custom kitchen, but not like a full custom kitchen where we're building all the doors and all that stuff. Um, you know, we're going to have this boxes. CNC cut. We're going to buy the doors. We're going to buy the everything pre-painted and you know, assemble. We're, yeah. We'll try out, you know, how everybody else does it pretty much. Well, that's what she's used to. Uh-huh. And that's how we priced it. Right. Yeah. I mean, do we want to get the job at, you know, sub 50 K or do we want to not get the job at 80,000 <laughs> and have to do three times as much work? Yeah, for less than twice the price. Um, we're we're trying to wise up. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, you still need a good shop to be able to execute a job like that. It's not rocket science, but it's also not that simple, you know. Because we've seen guys like Tom who just butcher stuff like that. Oh yeah, I mean, just going through the drawings yesterday and this morning. Um. Once you start drawing it, you see all the little inconsistencies mm-hmm. that you got to go back and fix. Yeah. It's like, oh, this doesn't work. If you put a panel over here, you you know, then it bumps this out. Yeah. Make, this can't be a 36. It's got to be 34 and a half. It's, mm-hmm. That's the thing with kitchens, too, is everything is usually interconnected and, you know, big, long runs and... Uh, you get the compounding error when mm-hmm. there's one little oversight. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, so I got two more pages of notes now. <laughs> there's even more riding on it too when you have to order everything because yes. um, if it's not right, then you know, you're kind of screwed. Yeah, that that's really it. That's my whole thought process going into this because usually we make everything and it's no big deal. You trim mm-hmm. it, you know, fit it, make another one. This is, you, you know, you you got to write it down and that's it. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, there's and you know when it's a five week lead time, oh, when and you got to reorder. Yeah, that's why. Um, you know, this is just like the first draft of these drawings. Yep. Uh, yeah, we have to go through and you know check all the gaps. It's like, you know, we got an eighth inch gap running across here. Is this the way we want it? You yeah, know. and you know, between doors, you can't do. It's not eighth; it's only sixteenth yeah. yeah. because it's two. You know, sixteenth <laughs> <two>. twice, <laughs> right? Oh yeah, um, all that stuff's got to be eyes dotted and T's crossed. Yeah, yeah, it might be a good time to try mosaic. Mm-hmm. Just try it out, you know. Yeah. Let's see. Brian said that they run a free trial. It up. Mosaic free trial. It is not free. It's prepaid whether you use it or not. All right, for free, something different. Let's see what their pricing is like. Mosaic manufacturing. Designed to manufacture software for traditional non-CNC cabinet shops. $95 a month. Mosaic Manufacturing Plus Optimizer. All the features of manufacturing plus optimized parts for table and panel saws. Mosaic CNC version designed to manufacture software for shops with flat table CNC routers, 150 a month. Hmm. That's the rendering? Yeah, it's pretty good. Wow. Not as nice as Fusion, but... Good enough. It's better than uh, SketchUp. Wow. Yeah, that's... Mosaic for closets. Let's see if they offer a trial. 125 a month is pretty cheap. But wow. it's pretty cool that it gives you cut lists right off of the um, oh. program. Grain matching. Web store. I guess they don't have a trial. We require all potential customers to subscribe to Mosaic for three months initially. At the end of that period, you will know if it's right for your business. If so, you can subscribe annually, rent it monthly when you need it, or purchase a license for the software. The choice is yours, but before you make that long-term commitment, we want you to make sure that the software is right for your business. Do I get a refund if I don't like it? Doesn't sound like it. Hmm. Tell you to kick rocks. The website seems like looks a little chintzy from this distance. Like it's like kind of old school. Additional seat. What does that mean? So it's really gonna be 175 a month. Oh, that that. I mean, didn't somebody mention that they like share passwords and stuff like that? I hope the mosaic people aren't listening. Select the option to add additional seats of your software to your subscription. Mosaic is licensed per device. Each additional seat purchased will add $50 a month to your subscription. Wow. That's what we got to do. We got to find somebody and just add it. We'll just pay them 50 bucks a month to add. And well, it'll be 100 bucks a month to pay, add two seats. Hmm. I mean... Fusion, I don't know what the, I forget what the hell we're paying for Fusion. It, it ain't cheap. It's it's that or more. I'm a little disappointed they don't have a trial. Yeah. There might be a way to get it somehow, but it's just not coming up on here. I'll talk. Yeah, that's those subscription things. Like John Vitol used to get me all my uh, black market stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was before they started going to the subscription uh, style. Well, yeah, you can see why they did it. Yep. Huh. Find Mosaic free trial. No, this we is should talk to Dan. Spam. Yeah. See what he thinks. But, you know, Fusion's almost up, so. 
It's like the truck lease. Yeah. Yeah. Still thinking about a mattress? They don't have them. Just can't get one. I'm going to end up with another. I'm really, I don't want to be driving that around. I need a truck. I need something that's comfortable. I'm not driving to Pulaski in a Sprinter or or a freaking Metris. Yeah, with that little four banger in there. That's fine. They're just not comfortable. You know, it's sound. The inside sounds like a van. I mean, I've never driven a Metris, but definitely not a Sprinter. Um, I mean, I like my truck. New one would be nice. Yeah, what year is yours? Twenty twenty one. Twenty hmm. fours will be out in October. I probably won't get one of those. I'd like to turn it in early, but we'll see. Um, so yeah, what are we talking about? We're talking about the kitchen, and we got onto mosaic. Yeah, well, we were talking about how the the style of this particular build is going to require a different set of circumstances and. Oh, yeah, Techniques. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my thought with Mosaic for this is like, you know, Mosaic does a lot of these calculations itself. Yeah. Um, so rather than have to draw it on Fusion, then you just, then you had to draw like 10,000 individual parts and hope that you didn't make a mistake anywhere down the line. I know. I mean, you could be totally screwed. So probably worth the investment of... Even if we got to do three months at 175, it's whatever called 600 bucks after tax. Yeah. Um, that could be, that's, you know, in the grand scheme of the whole job, could be well worth it. Yeah. And like they say, it'll give us an idea if it's a good fit. Yeah. Yeah. We'll know if we want to get deeper into it. Mm hmm. Uh, what else we got going on? Well, I mean, we've been uh, contacted and been contacting a host of new uh, clients, clients and potential though. clients. Yeah. Yeah. Some of which are dragging their feet. Mm-hmm. Um, just the, the, the speed and lack of communication is just so frustrating. Yeah. Um, like, hey, we want to move forward with the job. Okay, when do you need it? Well, it could be this time, it could be that time. Okay, well, how how does this sound? Let me know. No response for a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it could be a little annoying. Excuse yeah. me. You know, you're trying to make a schedule. Yeah. Yeah, just, you know, have an understanding as to what the next couple months look like, you know? And try and coordinate with other clients. Like, we're not saving spots, but I'm also not going to, like, like, if I know, if I have confidence that you're going to do the job and it's going to be at this time, I'm going to try to not put another client there. Mm-hmm. Like, technically, I'm not saving the spot, but, you know, trying to steer people into a slot on the schedule that makes sense for everybody. Um. I had this run in with this developer going back and forth with the designers for a while. And then, then they hand over the reins to this guy and he's like, Oh, can you do a little bit? Can you come down to this number? So, you know, me in the, not even the middle, the lower end of middle. And then he's like, Oh, can you do it for this 500 bucks less than what? Like, okay, fine. Schedule of payments is this. It's, you know, which was already in the thing. They should have seen, well, I'd really prefer it to be 50-50. Sorry, no. It's a deal breaker. Like, I don't know what people expect. Oh, we told him to keep walking. Yeah. Yeah, when he emailed back and said, okay, fine. When can you, you know, when can you have it done? I said, you know, we're going to pass on the job. (laughs) And that set off all kinds of... Uh, yeah, well, he <laughs> called me immediately, which, you know, it was like getting responses before was was hours or days between, um, which I proceeded to ignore the phone call because, you know, I don't want to talk to the guy. Plus, it's uh, kind of a good tactic. 
Um, uh, but I sent him an email, you know, later saying, you know, well, in the time that you were dragging your feet, we, we took on more work. Like people, I told you, we're not holding anybody, any spots. Like, you know, other people left deposits. So now they have that spot. So I don't know what to tell you. We can't, we can't fit your job in. And I got both designers calling me, you know, saying, well, can we just do, you know, this one, we just do this reception desk. And it's like, we'll think about it. So then I said, all right, listen, we'll, we could squeeze it in, but you got to pay us a hundred percent up front. All right. We'll talk to him and see what he says. Well, of course they're going to pay us up front. <laughs> he must. I, I wish I could see his face when he writes that check. Ugh. Yeah. We better make sure we better cash it right away. Well, yeah, it's all through <laughs> QuickBooks now. <laughs> Probably has like one of those Mission Impossible things on it. Like it goes up in smoke. Yeah, it'll just it'll just be a bank transfer. No room for funny business. <laughs> uh, the old days, money used to change hands. Actually, yeah, not anymore. No. Um, so yeah, it looks like we're going to do that. I, I finished the new design today. Um, so I got to write that up, send it over in the morning. We'll get moving on that. That should be nice, quick and easy. Um, we got a job in Hoboken coming up at some point, which is one that we're waiting on, on dates for. Like, uh, I don't know what you would call that. It's like a like a closet, computer closet, desk, wine, fridge. It's a kind of like when you live in a small space, everything's got to do everything. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's, uh, it is, it's kind of a funky little thing. Yeah. I mean, it's mostly, mostly behind doors, so it'll look good, but it's, yeah. it's a strange mix of different things. Um, I love working at Hoboken. Actually, Jersey City. Jersey I said Hoboken, City, but that's yeah, that's Jersey City. Love working it's there too. Clients that we've worked for before through a different design. This is through a different designer. So we know the building, we know the apartment, which is good. That's a a big advantage. Yeah. We know the doorman. <laughs> uh, they don't have one. No. No, we just park in the parking garage. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, did we park in the parking garage last? Did the van fit in there? Uh, we didn't park in there, but we we parked in the back. They let us park in the back, but they yeah. let us unload in the... Oh, garage. yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah, it's got really high ceilings. Yeah, up the elevator. Yeah, so we have to build everything to fit up the elevator. Uh, although, we didn't have any issues last time. No. That was a pretty big wall unit. That was probably four foot by nine foot or something like that. Yeah. Um, it was pretty good. I, I I don't remember how tall the ceilings were. In the elevator? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They were pretty big from what I remember. Yeah. You know, the elevator itself was big. Um, Yeah, I've been working on those little nightstands. We've been working on the uh, barn doors. The, what else? Yeah, we got the vacuum bag rolled out. Uh-huh. Smells like summer. Like uh, a swimming pool. <laughs> Yeah, it has that inflatable. Yeah, the inflatable toy smell. Yep. Yep. Especially the end that's been rolled up. Uh-huh. Still got like that new that new liner smell. Yeah, it's definitely off-gassing. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that great? The new car smell is plastics off-gassing. Yeah, poison. <laughs> Did you know that they make air fresheners with the new car smell? Oh, God. Yep. I wonder if they actually uh, use, uh, if it's an off-gassing thing or if it's just... Well, I think an air freshener by nature is just off-gassing. That's how, yeah. that's how it works. 
Oh, man. Oh, listen how quiet it is. Yeah, compressor hasn't kicked on at all. I know. I know. Yeah, I don't... When's that guy coming to pick up uh, old uh, Chicago? I don't know. I don't know. I don't care when he picks it up because he, he paid us, so... That's the thing. I, I'm not holding it unless you pay us. So, yeah. now it's on you. A couple of people wanted to buy those boxes of hinges. One guy who text, uh, emailed this morning, he said, are they still here? I said, yeah, come and get them. And that, that was, was it. it. And another guy emailed and uh, he's like, are they still there? I said, well, I had to wait until I heard back from this other guy. I emailed him. I said, are you coming or not? I didn't hear from him. So he's out. Did so, you give him the address? Yeah. I said, you got to tell me if you're coming because somebody else wants them. Right. Um, so I'll email guy number two and tell him. I mean, we're going to leave him outside. Yeah, that's what I'm going to tell him. 430. He'll be outside. He'll be on the curb. Good luck because somebody is probably going to take him. Oh, I got an email here from uh, an old client. They seem to have damaged something. I'm going to fire up the, the check right in hand. Yeah, I don't like these people. Not the people at the table, is it? No, it's a, it's other people. This is uh, some people that I actually refused to go back to their house. Oh, they're the ones that wanted the vanity and then they bailed? Yeah, remember? They called yeah. back and they, they were like begging. Didn't you fix the door for them? We fixed the door like a couple of years ago for them. Cabinet door. Uh, I think I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. He slammed the door or something and broke the style. Yeah. What else can we do? What broke? Nothing broke. Its finish is all dull. Oh, well, that's what happens. It's all kind of like I don't know what he did. White marks on it and stuff like that. I mean, I got the same finish on my kitchen. I haven't cleaned it in 25 years. So I don't know what you did. <laughs> you know, it's like the, it's like when uh, we fix that tape, that, uh, what, what would you call that piece of furniture, that cabinet that we built? And uh, said, so I don't know what happened. To the finish, and we went over there, and then they fess up that oh, they used yeah, like yeah. some harsh Wind cleaner on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it happens. Um, what else is going on in the shop? Anything? Any news? How's your How's your dental work? Oh, mine's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I just get my routine fillings. Yeah. I got to go back in another month. They check for a month, every month, until I finally get my implant. Ash cow they got going on over there. I know. I know. I'm just dying to get a tooth in there. That's all I can say. So I can finally chew, like get a solid, like eat a piece of Italian bread or something. Yeah. You just have to chew with the front teeth. Oh, God. You know what that's like? Yeah. I've had, I had a crown. Oh, yeah. That's basically what this process is, except they're putting in a fake tooth on some kind of, I don't know how it's, it must be on like a metal post of some kind. Yeah, that's basically what I had, except instead of a metal post, they shaped the tooth existing tooth into a post and then snap a fake tooth on top. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because the root wasn't dead. Oh. I never heard of that before. That's what a crown is. Oh, I thought a crown is when they hook it on to... Oh, I'm thinking of a bridge. Mm. That's when they hook it on to the teeth next to a... Yeah, that's like a... Like a bracket almost. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, a crown is like a fake tooth over top of a of another tooth. Uh-huh. I see. The wife was asking me if we're headed up to Maker's Camp already. She's wondering if we're going. Yeah. I said, yeah, of course we're going. I sort of handed the reins over to Bliss to sort of coordinate all the stuff. I have, we haven't heard anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did He did uh, secure a, a new sponsor. It's true. Um, which is kind of really more than we did. I mean, we didn't get any sponsors. Did we? Oh, we got a Harvey Dust Collector. We got Saw Stop. Oh, for us. Oh, that was John Peters. Yeah. There would have been no, uh, well, by the way, John Peters, but that was my, that's right. That was my brainchild. And then you told, uh, Austin and Austin got him up there, right? Was that how it worked? Well, I had a, we talked to John and then I had a, a FaceTime with, with, uh, Saw Stop in Austin and then obviously let Austin go from there because mm-hmm. it's his thing, but, um, yeah, there would have been no woodworking tent if it wasn't for Green Street, that's for sure. Yeah, I remember all the legwork. And we did get chocolate pies. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask for something else this year. <laughs> I had all the chocolate pie I can take. Yeah, the strawberry pie was pretty good. Yeah. I. You know what I want? I want cheesecake this year. Yeah, they didn't have that. No, I, I'd like some cheesecake. So if you're listening up there at the Blackthorn, get the wheels turning on cheesecake. That's a stretch, probably. Yeah. I guess so. No cheesecake, peach pie. Mm. Not really peach season in October. No, that's the problem. It's all apples. Ah, Boy, life can be difficult. Yeah. I saw Keith, uh, it must be his dog's birthday or something like that. He's been uh, promoting uh, Mr. Uh, Mister Watson. Watson. I think it was for May for Makers. Ah. Just some uh, maker thing where you post something every day for, for the whole month. I'm not participating. <laughs> You're pretty good at that stuff, though. Yeah, I'm not going to be involved in that though. Specifically. No, no, it's a little, a little bit much. Yeah, I watched your post this morning. Oh, the stories, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got to keep people updated. I like that cock. Yeah, Sashko got a little sample set from them. They sent uh, about five, five different types of. Adhesive and caulking and stuff, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what's that level stuff? Lexel. Lexel. It's like a silicone alternative. Oh, is but it? But it's super sticky. Is, is it greasy like that? You know, that's the one thing I don't really like about the silicone. It feels kind of like. Uh, well, that's what makes it so. Yeah. That's, that's because of silicone. Yeah. It's slippery. Yeah, I like the water-based stuff. Yeah. I mean, silicone has its place. Yeah, You're never yeah. going to replace. There's no water-based equal to silicone. That's for Yeah. Not for, not for your freaking bathroom. No. No, not at all. Yeah, you can't use water-based in there. No. We're out, you know, outside. Uh, yeah. You put in your, uh, I mean, you don't use silicone on windows. I mean, I guess... Some Home Depot guy probably does, but, um, you know, you use some, you use Alex or something on to seal outside. You're going to have a leak. That's for sure. <laughs> that's good advice. Yeah. Yeah. I got a squirrel chewing up into my uh, porch roof again. Mm. Going to have to get another piece of like quarter inch. Cause that's what that, that, roof is you know like the like the underside on my front porch the soffit no no uh, up in the spot where you like you would sit and put chairs uh, at. it's all quarter inch plywood huh. 
Um, That's your problem. Yeah. You switch to a three quarter inch. I got to chew through that. Yeah, but I mean, it's so big. I'd have to take the whole thing down. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have that kind of uh, gumption. <laughs> I'm, I'm at the patch phase now. Just sit out there with a with a weapon. <laughs> well, the problem is. My wife feeds all the birds, and, and then the squirrels come and eat, so you can't get rid of them. No, yeah, they've moved in to stay. Yeah, um, so I'm going to have to get, like, a small piece of a quarter inch and spend a weekend out there and, uh, you know, cut it, clean it up, do, like, a little patch job. That should be too bad. Paint it white. Yeah, I I have to avoid doing the patch and not painting it. Uh, you know, I have to get that all. And I can't go into it saying, oh, let me put this up and then I'll get the paint and I'll do that next week. Because you know how long that'll be unpainted up there. Yeah, until you got to do another patch. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about painting it, you know, at least put a coat or two on it and then put it up. Mm-hmm. I don't like working above my head like that. Yeah. You get a, a roller. Uh, yeah. Pole. Yeah. Last time the porch was painted, I paid somebody to do it, but I think, uh, I think I'm going to be out there this spring out there doing another. Uh, you better hurry up. It's almost summer. Oh man. I might have to wait till next spring. March, April, May, we're three, we're into the third month of spring. Holy cow. I didn't know spring started in March, really. I didn't ever really thought about it that way. March 21st. Because it's, it's still kind of chilly. Oh, yeah. I mean, summer doesn't start till, till June 21st. Oh, man. Remember summer vacation when you went to school? Yeah. Boy, it went fast, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, all my friends and my wife was retired now. All the teachers, they're counting the days. It's no way to live. They're counting their days until summer vacation. And then get out of the school. You might as well not even be a teacher. Yeah. Um, that job, it, it breaks you down. And then they hang on for the pension. Yeah. You know, they have so much time invested that's like they can't really. So they just have to, you know, take the good with the bad. But I know a lot of teachers that you suggest count the days, even starting in September. I'm sure those kids are getting a great education from those teachers. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was interesting. I went over to uh, my cousin's house and I was talking to their kid who's uh He's finishing his junior year in high school. And I was talking to him about COVID and like when they closed the schools and everything. Cause like at the end of eighth grade, they closed the school. And so he didn't go to school at all, the ninth grade. Mm -hmm. And they were saying that they had this rule against having the camera on, on your computer. <laughs> so that it was, there was, you know, nobody did any work. You know, because there was no accountability. That's all BS anyway. <laughs> Is that what you have to say about public education system? Yeah. Maybe yeah. some of math class I'm, yeah. you know, using now, but. Yeah. Come on. Come on. What about history? That's my. <laughs> That's all fake history to teach anyway. Yeah, it is. It is. They teach you the most insignificant parts. Yeah, that's the great man theory of history, they used to call it. You know, the dates and the names and and all that stuff. That truly you really don't need. But, you know, what was really interesting was, uh, speaking of it, is that Prohibition uh, podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd like to listen to another one, like I said, on um, the Depression. I'd really mm -hmm. like to get that take on, like, um, the onset of the depression, like all the little yeah. things that triggered it. I've always kind of felt there was a little, not conspiracy, but I, like there were some people that, um, that benefited from it. Oh yeah. That, and just uh, like the, the 
the bubble popping in 2007 or whatever mm -hmm. it was. Some people became billionaires over that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, interesting set of circumstances when some people can, you know, gain untold wealth while, you know, other people are looking for their next meal. Yeah, that's the formula. That's what happened during COVID. Crazy. Some people had no job and guys like Jeff Bezos were making money hand over fist. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, um, look at how Amazon came out the other end on that. Yeah, well, now they're laying everybody off. Are they? I didn't know that. I thought they were just building warehouse upon warehouse. No, they canceled a lot of those. Really? Huh. I wonder why. Well, it's it's rampant in corporate industry right now. Everybody's laying people off. I'm not clued in at all. Yeah. Yeah, pay attention to that shit. Wow. I hope that doesn't trickle down to us. Yeah. I mean, generally it does. I mean, you can't can't avoid it. Yeah, it looks like we're coming towards the tail end of of what well, I don't want to jinx ourselves. What was going to be a potential recession. <laughs> looks like we might Don't worry, I just knocked on wood. Might eke our way uh out without it happening. You know, all the inflation seems to be leveling out that's good i mean i i just w saw something the other day and it was it was talking about the interest rate on home purchases i w i mean really i have no clue i mean i didn't realize it was up so high from like in, in the sixes and, mm. and i mean it was at like his not historic lows but it was at like Really, it was really, yeah. really low a couple of years ago. Yeah, when we refinanced and it was really low. Yeah, two and a quarter percent or something yeah, like that. Yeah, two something. I don't remember what it was because my wife took care of everything. Yeah, I think ours is like 3.25 or something like that. But, uh, yeah, six and a half percent or something like that. I yeah. guess that's pretty low, you know, historically still, but we, yeah. we were getting it. So cheap that well, get, they they kept raising interest rates to try and squash the inflation, mm. which I mean maybe it did work. Maybe that's what did it. Yeah, I don't really understand all that stuff like the macroeconomics. Yeah, I mean either I won't pretend to, but they raise interest rates to try and curb spending because the spending is increasing inflation. Yeah, I, I don't really understand how that works. It seems like they want people to go out and buy, like that drives the economy. Well, when there's like uh, such a high demand, the prices go up because the whole supply demand, mm -hmm. you know. So when, you know, that's where shrinkflation and all this stuff comes in where they say, oh, people are just buying stuff up. We're going to raise the prices. That's exactly yeah, what inflation is. That's kind of what we just lived through, everything going way up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, price of damn eggs, man. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're attacking our food system. That's yeah. the, the big conspiracy theory now. Oh, it is? Yeah, that they're, you know. Did you see the, the uh, dairy farm was on fire last night? Okay. Yeah. How, oh, how many cows died? 10,000? There's like... 550 million dairy cows in the United States or something crazy. Wow. That's a shame, though, those cows died. Hmm. We didn't even get into the concrete work we had done. Oh, God. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that would have to be a Patreon bonus show. <laughs> <laughs> it just suffice to say, it was, it was an interesting afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> we'll tell you about that if you stop by the shop one day. <laughs> yeah. You got to remember to ask. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we're just about to tick over the one hour mark. All right. That's all I, about all I got in me uh, I'm physically tired. and mentally. So we appreciate you guys listening. Yeah. 
Talk to you next week, maybe with a little more substance to it. And a little more pizzazz. All right, we'll see you. Yeah. As always, Rob and I, thank you for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next week. If you want to help support the podcast, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Again, we appreciate your support. Thanks for tuning in.